everybody again it's been another week i can't believe it and uh here we are again at wvlp 103.1 fm and uh this is porter county buzz i am one of the hosts greg sims my co-host to my left although he seems right all the time oh, is, <laughs> now that's andy bozak as opposed to adam bozak who is i current tracked him in amsterdam so like he is Santa tracker you got yeah, he, exactly <laughs> that's exactly yeah i don't know if you knew this but andy's brother adam is in amsterdam it's a fictitious i made him up but we do mention him quite a bit. Because a few shows ago, he, well, for a while, he kept calling me Adam, my co-host Adam. I'm like, dude, who's this Adam guy? And then when Andy wasn't here, Adam, <laughs> Adam oh, replaced oh, him, he oh. filled in. And, and that other voice you're hearing, we need to introduce Sheila Paul, who is our Porter County Health Director, am I? Did I miss Health something? Department administrator. There you go. Okay, that sounds much better. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> scary. <laughs> and speaking of in charge, we wouldn't be in charge here without the independent order of odd fellows. See how I kind of played that in? It was a good choice. I always forget them yeah. too. <laughs> so, yes, thank you for your. But anyways, we're all about Sheila today. Welcome aboard. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. I think. So she oh. said, did she say epic? No, she said, I think. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, epic. I was going to go with epic. <laughs> we'll go with what you said. We'll see what happens in 59 minutes from now. If you You'll be fine. <laughs> so, Sheila, you are yes. new to the role, correct? I, I mean, uh, we just, someone just retired, Miss Letty Zepeda. Zepeda. Yep. Zepeda mm -hmm. just retired after many, many years. And now you're filling these shoes, right? I am. It's been since May. Oh, awesome. Not very long. Do you like it? Oh my gosh, I love it. I love the health department. Love really? It. Oh, yeah. You don't have to say that because we're kind of, you know, Coming overseeing it, but you know, you, yeah. you, you can be honest. No, 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 I love it. I actually started in Tippecanoe County at the health department there. Um, and when I started at Purdue, I went to school for um, childhood health and fitness. That was oh. going to be what I wanted to do. No, that's um, because you couldn't get into IU, right? So you had to go to Purdue. Oh, 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 oh. No, it was my chosen school, <laughs> as it should be ever. That was Adam Bozek that said that, by the way. Boiler up, hammer down. That's right. <laughs> Very serious about it. No, that. I'm just kidding. I'm just They're both great schools. But, okay, so you go to Purdue, and why did you want to not go to Purdue, but why did you want that, why did you choose that job, that or that um Sure. study that that category sure. so when i was studying for child fitness and health we had a whole we had a bunch of epidemiology courses a lot of just public health courses in general um and i'll be honest i maybe paid half attention because i was like this is not what i'm going to be doing i don't need to worry about this um and so then i graduated and i just wasn't finding a job mm -hmm. where i wanted to be in that field uh and one day a friend of mine was looking at the newspaper back when people used to look at the newspaper for jobs. <laughs> and what is the newspaper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still get one. Uh, and the job just popped out of the page, health department, um, as a food inspector. And I was like, wow. well, I probably won't get that, but I've, you know, I've got a health degree, and so maybe. Um, and I got it, and I fell in love with the health department, fell in love with public health, and fell in love with going out to gross restaurants and inspecting them, going out to great restaurants and inspecting them. Um, now, now, that being said, were you surprised, because we're not going to mention any restaurants or anything, and that was in another area anyways, but were you shocked that this is a great restaurant, oh my God, the kitchen is filthy, or wow, this is a nasty restaurant, oh my God, the kitchen is impeccable. Yes. Okay. Every so. time. 
do not do not think you know what is happening behind those swinging doors based on what's <laughs> out in the dining room or the lobby. Uh, we used to always tell people go to the restrooms. Kind of use that as your guide. Mm. Oh, if there's okay. bunk buildup in the corners and it's just not very clean. I, I can promise you their kitchen's ten times worse. So, but as an inspector, you don't go in. Okay, but do inspectors go into bathrooms at all? Oh, absolutely. Oh, do you really? Mm -hmm. Oh, did you know that? I would not know that either. Absolutely, go into the restrooms. They go into the dumpster areas. They circle the building. Oh wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, we had, and I can talk about it because they're not open anymore. She can't, maybe, but I can. Uh, KFC in Chesterton. It was absolutely filthy, disgusting, and it was so bad that I called the health department to have the reports pulled and sent to me. And when I'm looking through them, I was like, oh my gosh, everything I'm seeing through this little window. No, it's really happening. Oh, when it's wow. bad as I called the corporate office in Portage, their yeah. suggestion, go to the uh, Valpo store. It's in, or no, I'm sorry, go to the Portage store. It's in better shape. That was their that solution. was your suggestion. Now you see where they're at. It's an empty shell of a building right now. That's wow. what happens. But oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so you go into a, a restaurant or facility and and you go, okay, this is bad. What happens next? So it depends on how bad, really, the level. So there are certain things we would shut down immediately for. So that would be maybe sewage backup. That would maybe be pest infestation that is beyond containable at that moment. Okay. Um, That might be for no hot water, you know, no um, water at all, things like that. I'll be honest with you, it takes a while to get somebody shut down because they have their due process. Okay. So we would go in for the first inspection. We would go in for a follow-up inspection. Maybe more than one inspection. I have a great story for you guys later if we have time. Um, Are you coaching them when you're doing this? You're trying to help oh, them do this? Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, when I first trained, it used to be go in. Your job is not to teach them. You're a regulator. You go in and you're marking checks. Well, that doesn't work because otherwise I'll be marking those same boxes every, every time. time yeah. And so definitely it's education. It's coaching. It's working with them. We consider ourselves partners with every restaurant. So if you were to come to me and ask me what the worst restaurant is or, hey, what about this place? I'm going to be hesitant to tell you because we're partners with them. We care a lot about them and we want their success. Um, And so eventually, if they continue to have unsatisfactory reports, now they would come before me as the administrator and we would have a meeting and then they would go before our health officer and there's a hearing with attorneys. Oh, wow. um, And she makes the decision at that point whether they Mm. get to keep their permit or not. So how long from like point uh, the first day you walk in to where they might actually with a lawyer lose their situation? Well, how, how many weeks or months are we talking that might be? It just depends because here's what often happens is we'll go in and we'll get this process started and then they'll get better. They'll improve a little bit. Like, okay. okay. Yeah, you're great. You're doing well. And then we kind of back off. And then as soon as we do that, <laughs> we go back in and we kind of oh, start okay. it again. So honestly, everybody's different. I've seen it happen within the matter of a couple of months where they just aren't doing anything um, to a couple of years. Oh, wow. So when we see something shut down, shut down, and maybe you can't answer this, but it was pretty bad at that point. There was, there was steps taken to try to mitigate the closing and you guys have taken those steps and the business owner either wasn't responsive or just couldn't react quick enough and so when something shut down it's a pretty major thing it is you know like i said there are some reasons we're going to shut them down immediately if they're an imminent health hazard um but for the places that aren't like that i mean we, we do not do this lightly at all 
Um, that is never our goal. That's like your bars? last resort. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you yeah. guys do bars as well, mm -hmm. or is it only if they serve food? Oh no, anybody that has food. Um, so we would do bars in schools, fraternal organizations. We VU cafeteria. Like yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Everybody that has food, except for packaged foods like just plain candy, uh -huh. nothing that has to be refrigerated. Gas. Oh. We do, we do gas stations because most of them carry milk or something like that. Oh, see now oh, I did not. Now that I didn't know either. Gas stations. Yes. No. Yeah, we're everywhere. What about food truck vendors? Oh yeah, I actually have a number of vendors. Quite interesting. Just so you guys know, in this summer alone, we opened 13 new food trucks. So Is that a lot? That's a lot. Okay. That's a, that's a decent amount of brand new food trucks to our county that we have gone through a total review, uh -huh. made sure that they meet the standards, um, and opened them. We've opened nine new restaurants this summer also. Okay, oh, let's let's cool. use a food truck. I'm opening. Uh, this is just fictitious no, he here. Will. Knowing Greg, he no, wears a trailer hats. maybe, but uh, not a food truck. <laughs> okay, so I got my food truck, and I call you up because I know it's got to be inspected. Do I drive it to you? Do you come to me? How does that work? It's a combination of both. Generally, okay. if it's a food truck, we want them to bring it to us because we need to see it can be mobile, it can operate oh, okay. wherever they are. It just yeah. wants to try their food. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, no. Do, do, do they do that? No. We, we do not take any food. So many okay. times, and it's not like an actual bribe, but they offer it to us. You know, okay. and oh, we and have it would to look say that. no. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, what if you wanted to buy it? Could you do it that oh, way yeah. then? Okay. Well, we always okay. do. Okay, well here, I will tell you this story, because I'm not sure if, I think you were involved, but I'm not sure. There was a place in town that was a soup kitchen, we'll call it. And- uh, for you. I'm taking yes. Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, but that's New York and we're in Valparaiso. <laughs> Anyways, um, but they, uh, they were, they were they, on, on a certain night of the week, they feed whoever comes in the doors. And all of a sudden I walk in because I help in that location uh, uh, doing dishes and serving people and having some little banter back and forth, which the people that I'm with will say I do that more than anything. Yeah. But I know you guys, you both find it hard to believe. Greg talks. But anyways, so I walk in one day and this older lady was just freaking out. Oh my God, they're going to shut us down. The health department came in and we're in trouble. I go, calm down what happened well they said this and they said this and they said this and we're deficient in that i go okay so fix it but they're gonna shut us down i go i don't think it works that way i think you'd be shut down already yeah <laughs> and i said what exactly did they calm down what exactly did they say did well they say this mean lady sheila came in no <laughs> but i think we're you, you, okay what did you okay yeah. i'm sorry it wasn't i think letty i think letty said yeah let's go talk yeah so i i said let me make a phone call and, and I got involved and I found out that our health department story was a lot different than their rendition of it. They just had never, Talk they never it. engaged yes. it. In, in, yeah, and they were just eyes wide open like, oh my God. You know, so it was like, calm down, it's all gonna be fine. And of, of course it was, and it was a, you know, it, was, it ended up to be a wonderful experience because they learned that, okay, let's do things a little bit differently and appropriately and, and, and comply. And there's a lot to food safety. I mean, when I watch Alton yeah. Brown on TV and he talks about food safety. Who? Alton Brown? You know who Alton Brown is, bro? Yeah. No, I don't. You don't? I don't. He's been on the 90s. What's his show? Do you remember? Dave's. 
Good Eats. He's got the Good Oh my God, you know that too? Yeah. It's my daughter, Abriella. That's one of her favorite shows. Okay. But anyways, I have no idea. food safety. And there's so much that I learn in there that I'm like, oh my goodness, yeah, the chicken needs to be closed on the bottom shelf and, you know, just different things like that. That's the thing. It's all based in science. And so a lot of people don't realize that they're just not arbitrary rules we're making up. It's all based on science. And so once I think, usually once we can explain the why behind everything, they get it. It makes sense. Well, I will tell you that, see, I'm allergic to fish. I don't know if you knew that already. Is that real? Or you just don't you, like no, it? no, it's real. I am allergic too, to but I just anything like it. fish. Oh, no, no, no. I am allergic. And we'll go someplace and I'll have a reaction and we're like, God, they cross contaminated the, the spatula. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, can't go there again. And it's, you know, I mean, you don't, I don't think it's on purpose. And I think it's a very small peop, amount of people like me. It might be what, one half of one tenth percent allergic to fish, you know. But it, it's one of those things that I have to be concerned about. Yeah. And again, it's because of those regulations. You hear about cross contamination and, and be careful not to put this near that and all that stuff. And so, and I'm sure peanuts are a big, pro- is that one of the biggest? So that is a very big allergen. Here's mm-hmm. the thing about, um, Indiana is they currently have not adopted any laws to address allergen cross-contamination. Oh. So we talk about it and we help to educate, but Indiana has no policies or laws on it. A lot of your larger chains, they know. You know, they know what they're supposed to do and they're more mindful of it, but that's really not something we can enforce. Just educate the best that we can. Wow. Now, now do you educate those people when you first go in, like Andy's opening up a restaurant and you go, oh, by the way, there's this open allergen thing that you just need to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty good. Do nice. our best. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not only the bad guy, you're the good guy. We hope so. <laughs> I try to be. I mean, I love her job, but I hate her job at the same time because I'm very particular about where I eat and how yeah. I eat. And if I and he's having tacos tonight, by the way. And I had tacos. So we'll see how he likes those. I forgot about. Did that. you really? I'm still getting tacos for dinner. Have you had tacos today? Tacos are good all day long. <laughs> oh, yeah, you had tacos all day. But there's a restaurant by us in Chesterton where I can, you know, when the door opens, when the waiters go in and out, you can see just the ground is filthy, and mm. we've stopped going there. So if uh, I was the food inspector. Yeah, it'll probably ruin every dinner or lunch that I have. Well, that's why you need to go to dinner where the food inspectors go, because then you know it's good. Well, that's true, too. Yeah, that's a great point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the other thing. I think we've talked about this in the past. um, Now you can have all these stalkers. Where's she going? (laughs) Inspection reports aren't online. They're public documents. Mm -hmm. You can call and request them, but they're not put out there. Okay, well, and probably rightly so. Good and bad. Yeah, yeah. But if I want to look up a restaurant and it's positive... I mean, an A rating to me, it's A is, a is the highest. Is that what? We don't give scores. So in Indiana, New York, they do. I saw just, it. I know, I know. Indiana, and I saw it in Chicago, too. But it, okay, We're just criticals and non-criticals. Okay. That's all. There's no score given to it. There's no grade given to it in Indiana. But so if I was a restaurant, I would use that as a bragging point. Right. Okay, Heck yeah. Thing, or maybe the one little small thing, and I addressed it. You know, that's a great app. Sorry, mm-hmm. Greg, I didn't mean to cut no, you. No, 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 no. So, so critical, non-critical. Would critical be like if you're going to give like a grade? Would it be like 85 and better? So or is there such a thing? When we used to have a grading score, because I've been around that long. <laughs> oh, we did. When we used to have it in Indiana, like criticals were worth four and five points. Okay. Non-criticals were anywhere from one to two, or I don't think there was any threes anywhere. Maybe there were some threes in the middle. Um, and so that's kind of how it was. And so where that was a problem is I would go into a place and maybe um, they just had giant buckets of food sitting out at room temperature serving all day long. That all gets lumped into one critical violation. Oh. So... Okay. A 95 doesn't seem too bad, but really, <laughs> but it's very see what that is. Yeah, bad, you know? Right, so that's right. why they kind of went away from those scores and really okay. wanted to focus on what the actual violation was. That makes sense. Yeah. It really does. It really does. 
Well, I'm glad we got her on because that's that's one of the real interesting things for and me. Everybody is the food eats safety. out, and yeah. so yeah, so it's it's. And here you cover gas stations and stuff like that. That's I mean, like, do you check if the taquitos have been out for a couple hours? Is it that yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. So like, food science-wise, you can either have food out for a certain amount of time that it's still considered safe because bacteria doesn't start to grow. I don't want to bore everybody, but bacteria doesn't start to grow until a certain time limit. Um, so you can either have it out for a certain amount of time or you can keep it at a certain temperature. To be honest, mm. this is gross. It would kill the quality of the food. But if somebody had their food out for three days and it stayed at 135 degrees or above, you can eat it all day long. Really? Oh, wow. well, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Don't tell my It'd be kind of dry though, wouldn't it? Or yeah, you think? It would okay. Nobody <laughs> would ever do that. Like, <laughs> you what is hockey about? I want to eat a hockey puck. Facebook Live for the channel. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, what else does the health department yeah, do? Yeah, so we what do a do lot else? of other things. Um, you do? Wait, do. there's more. There's more. Um, <laughs> one thing, you know, everybody thinks of us, I think, is childhood immunizations. Yeah. That's what you think. We're going to take our kids. That's not what I would think. Oh, is that no. what you would think? I, yeah, because really? that's where my mom and what dad took us to the health department did before you knew. I have no idea. Well, no, no, I will say food. Okay, I knew that. Only because I lived with somebody who was in the restaurant kind of a thing and they talk about the health department coming in there. Okay, Okay, yeah. so yeah. I'll be honest, that's, other than that, clueless. Yeah, or like, people know they have to go there to get their birth certificate, their kids are gonna start yeah, school, you know, they know they have to go for that. Septic systems. So, yeah, people really? know that they have to See? go get a drawing of their septic, maybe you wanna go put in a pool, uh -huh. um, you have to come to us to find out where your septic system is and make sure you're not digging where it's too close to the pool. See? That's, yeah, that's yeah. fascinating. See again, that's why you're here because yeah. our listeners are going, holy cow, I had no idea. Yeah, so. Or, you know, yeah, with or our Andy nursing, had no idea. Adam. <laughs> Adam, Adam didn't know. Darn Andy Adam. knew, but Adam, Adam didn't know. Adam well, I didn't know this stuff though, um, before I started on the council, because you're right, right, I do know it now. But I mean, back then, I, I really did. It was childhood immunizations, mm -hmm. and I hated you guys, because I remember mom taking right. me there to Lake County <laughs> right. and giving a shot, and it was like the worst, and it was a depressing, Lake County, I don't know if you've been there, that building's depressing, you know? Never it's been there. Like, mm -hmm. Nope. It's not like our I don't go to Lake County. County. I love Porter County so much, I stay here. I love Porter County too. Same. <laughs> That's why we moved here. So um, what else? That, we cover everything you guys do, or do we no? We do nothing else. We Greg that's cut you off. That's what I thought. <laughs> so besides children immunizations, we do adult immunizations. So we'll offer shingles vaccines at a very affordable cost. Better, I would like to say, than you probably are going to get at your doctor's office. Okay. So why do I need a shingles vaccination? Because it's very painful if you get the shingles. It's awful. And I'm do in that age group, kids? I think. Yeah, so what it is, is typically um, it's from the chicken pox. Uh -huh. So if you had chicken pox, okay, okay now I am not a nurse, so please do not quote me on any of this, but it has to do with chicken pox, and if you were exposed to it, you are, I think, are more likely to get the shingles when you're older. Okay. Um, Wait, so I had chicken pox, so now I gotta get another vaccine mm -hmm. from shingles? Dang it! Yeah, <laughs> well, you, but you don't want shingles. It's no, painful, I heard that. you don't want it. So now, if we do get this shingles vaccination, does it is there reactions to that, like, I, I, you know, she's not a nurse, Greg. You're putting well, her no, on the spot. Well, no, but she should know well, because she's there. There's, you could have a reaction to. I mean, anything. you can have a reaction to anything. Okay. Um, but generally, everything's pretty safe. It's pretty vetted. You know, I have heard the shingles vaccine is a little bit of a more painful one. Oh, still, when you first get when it. You get it, but still, it's better than it's better than getting shingles. Now, is that you only have to get one then if you get it at all? Well, I'm going to be honest. I don't know the series on. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Greg, that you I am not an expert on. 
Because I know I'm in that age bracket where I probably need yes. to. Would you, if I can send you information. So once I hit 80, I got to get it too. Yes. So, so depressing. <laughs> I know. I heard, you know, on the way here, interestingly enough, I heard that the, 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 the polio vaccine, less people are getting that vaccine and it could potentially be making a really? comeback yeah. soon. Here. People not getting vaccines. You, I mean, you know, you all hear the news. You hear how people feel about vaccines. Yeah. Um, and so in certain pockets, it becomes a real issue. And I think what it comes from is a lot of them in their lifetime haven't seen this. They haven't seen somebody yeah. with polio and how awful it is. They haven't right. seen somebody with lumps. Um, and so they don't think it's a big deal until it hits their area, until it gotcha. hits their people, and then wow. they, you know, like, oh no. They yeah. rethink it and it might be too late. Yep, absolutely. We also offer travel vaccines. So if you want to travel out of the country, there are vaccines you want to make sure you have. So <laughs> so I come, I come to you and I say, I'm going to uh, Cancun, or I'm going Ethiopia, that's a good one, that's a better You're one. Going to I like it better. <laughs> and then, then you look at your little chart and say, okay, you need blank, 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 yep. or Hey, no, you're all good. Don't worry about it if you just go there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we'll. Oh. And they're very affordable. A lot of doctors' offices won't even offer them, and so you can come to us. They're very affordable, um, and there are vaccines you still need to get as adults. It doesn't end when you're when I, you get out of high school. I honestly didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It Besides continues. Besides the last few years, vaccines we've been talking about, but um, the what other the shingles and stuff I didn't. Yeah, know. but what other vaccines do adults need? A lot. <laughs> Let's see. What else is it? So I have had. Is it the... Okay, I'm so sorry. I don't know where I got the topic. No, we don't care. Okay. Okay. No, I'm surprised. I had no idea. I mean, honestly, I'm like, I never, I, uh, that's a conversation I never hear people talking about. No, is, you really don't. You know, yeah. oh, I, and I, and, and the only time I hear vaccines when, you know, with my kids before COVID, it was yeah. based on whether they're going to school and here's the right. reminders. You which, know? which all of us and have done for school, hundreds of yeah, years or right, whatever. You, yeah. you don't yeah. think about yeah. them. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, so well, I think that's know. cool because what they're also talking about doing is educating people on this stuff. Absolutely. And branding and everything else. I don't want to ruin your spiel, but there's a lot of good stuff coming from you guys. Yeah, great. Thank you. Yeah, we have, that's something we've really focused on, uh, well, me personally, and since I've been there, we, we started a little bit of it beforehand, is getting out into the community and letting them know what we do. I don't know if you've seen us over at the Valpo Farmers Market. Um, we now set up over there. I have. Yeah. What did I steal from? Oh, a couple um, uh, COVID kits. Yeah. Oh, the test kits, yeah. Oh, matter of fact, I don't think I stole oh, them. Yeah. They were like, you know we don't what? want to carry them across the street. Here, take them. Yeah, they are, they're $20 <laughs> at Walmart to get wow. COVID, and we have them for free. So anybody can come to us and get an at-home kit, um, go to the market and grab one from us. Uh, yeah. We offer blood pressure screenings while we're there. We're getting a glucose monitor. Can you do my blood pressure at the end of the show? Because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we should do it before and after. You Sit next to Andy. To Andy. Yeah. <laughs> my pressure goes up. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so, yeah, we're trying to do a lot of outreach and just, like you said, let people know what we're doing and, and what they can utilize us for. A lot of people, we get a grant every year for naloxone which I don't know if you've heard about that, but that is the um, kit that you for get heroin? to, yep. For what? To help heroin. with an overdose. Oh. Mm -hmm. And so. To we, prevent an overdose? Like Narcan? No, no not Narcan. Had, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, Narcan's like Narcan? Same, okay. Yeah. So if somebody has an overdose, we have the kits that you can get from us and use. So a lot of times family members, if they're worried about maybe a particular person who's got a problem or an issue, um, they will come and have one on hand. Oh, we provide those to them. Is that confidential too? So like you don't report it like no, a, okay. We give See it that's important. Well, so that people know, they know that it's comfortable. Like you can come get it, you can help somebody and no, you know, the, 
don't have to worry about the police showing up going, hey. Okay. And if you're one of those people that happens to be using one of these drugs, that's obviously horrible. But if you happen to be, it's probably smarter to have something like that with you. Just in case. You're probably, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying to do it. Yeah, we're not condoning using drugs. But because we know some of the addictions are tough. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And and you're exactly, that's, yeah, that's incredible. Greg, we need to do a station identifier real quick. It's on you, bro. This is WVLP 103.1 FM. You're listening to Porner County Buzz. And I'm one of your hosts, Greg Sims. My other host is Andy Bozek. And we're listening to, well, it's Sheila Paul. And, uh... We're sponsored by the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, and I sometimes forget we have an email. If you would like to send us an email and ask us a question, we're at pcbuzz103 at yahoo.com, and uh, we'll be happy to, to get information back to you and and go from there. But uh, and Sheila's with our Porter County Health Department. She runs the department, just to clarify. Uh, administrator was the title? Department Administrator, administrator. Mm-hmm. Department yes. Administrator. Yep, yep. <laughs> Um, Extraordinaire was kind of thrown there, but I think that was Andy before he I went to the uh, before he went to Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> now he even said Andy to Amsterdam. It's not even Adam anymore. Now Andy went to Amsterdam. Well, because you got to go get Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so Sheila, what else you guys do? Do we? Uh, yeah. So one thing we do pride ourselves on is our STD program. A lot of people don't realize that we offer very affordable STD testing for anybody 13 and over, and it's confidential. Um, and one in four teens ends up with an STD. That so is mind-blowing. It is. Was it always that high, or is this a new change? It's been increasing. Our ST, uh, our primary STD nurse, whenever she speaks, she tries to say she wishes her job was not necessary, <laughs> but it is. Wow. And it becomes even more so every year. Um, and so we do offer low cost, like I said, STD testing, we educate them, we monitor them, and we can actually provide treatment. There's not many things we can provide treatment for, um, but that is one of the things we can provide treatment for. Okay, so you've got a, you said 13 and up, right? So, oh. I believe parents have to come in with them. Okay. Oh, that, you, she knew where I was going. Because well, I'm like, huh. I thought it was the same thing, but I yeah. was wondering, you know, if can they just go in there and get a test without yeah. the parents? I, that's, yeah. I, that's, I see, I see both sides of that coin, it, it, too. It, it, oh, yeah. Exactly. I don't want my mom to know. Right. There's no but, way. Uh, we could but not I'm, do treatments or things like that with, with somebody who's underage. Yeah, without okay. Without their parents' acknowledgement. So, but, but have you had somebody come in underage and, and try to... And then, and, and, you know, because that'd be an awkward conversation. Sorry, you got to come back with right. one of your parents. <laughs> you know? there, are, there, are, there are people in high school who do come in, it, you know, and yeah. they're worried, you know, they're scared. And so, right. you know, educate. That's always our goal, education. Educate them as much as we can to help. Maybe they'll sh- even share it with a friend and say, oh, my gosh, you know, you guys watch out. This happened to me, yeah. you know, kind right. of thing. And What's the biggest one around? Can you say in Porter County? Is yeah. that a- I mean, they're pretty consistent. Gonorrhea, chlamydia, you know. Herpes are, are pretty common in the area. There's some new ones, and I'm going to be honest. Like I said, I am not There's a nurse. There's new STDs. I don't, there is a new. Well, it's not necessarily new. It's just on the rise. Oh, and it oh. has a very long name. It starts with T, and I'll be honest. I have no idea what it is. Okay. Um, and we've just recently started getting treatment for it as well to treat people because it's on the rise in our community. Now, do you have to, like, do you have to report those to the state to where the state is keeping figures and saying? Yes. Oh, you know. Okay. So, so that's another thing a lot of people don't realize. Our staff does is there are there's a giant list of reportable illnesses 
So let's say whether it's that, let's say somebody is diagnosed by their doctor with salmonella or E. coli, all of that gets reported mm. to the state and then the state gets a hold of us and we contact every person and every physician and do a thorough investigation because we want to find causality. We want to figure out are there trends? Is this happening in one specific neighborhood? Is there a common cause? Um, that's how you know the big peanut butter recall happened many right. years oh, ago. That's how they figured mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because through those investigations, they found out, oh, all of these people ate peanut butter. <laughs> that might wow. be the problem. And that yeah. was an interesting one. The reason everybody had salmonella in their peanut butter, and it goes back to unsanitary conditions, the um, factory where it was made was not keeping up with their maintenance, and so they had a leaky roof, and <gasps> birds were oh. obviously what doing what birds do and so it was getting wow. into the water that was then dripping into the peanut butter um and that's how people now is that salmonella. something where some people can like if, if the peanut butter was infected with salmonella and all three of us ate it or all four of us ate it is it possible that two get sick and two don't is that or it can we're be all viral load so it can it can and a little bit about the person and so you may not have as severe symptoms as he's he has we have people who will go out to eat the same meal eat the same thing and some of them end up with symptoms of norovirus and some of them don't um, like food poisoning is what you're saying yeah mm-hmm, food poisoning. so it, it can be different um and it can be the severity of it can be different you know clearly somebody who's immunocompromised is going to have a harder time dealing with those symptoms than somebody who is young, you know. Okay, because it's funny you said that about the, I remember growing up, it seems like we'd go out and my brother would always get sick and he was like, I got food poisoning. I'm like, I ate the same thing. I think you're faking or it's something else. That's what my grandma used to say else. she had a strong constitution. I think that's yeah. what she used to say. <laughs> <laughs> so she could eat that's anything. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, but it's really weird. Yeah, you, you yeah. wonder sometimes. And because you don't want to make, you know, you don't want to give a restaurant a bad rap. Like I got food poisoning over there. Well, when it might not have been. mix up food poisoning and something that just doesn't agree with them. Maybe they yeah. have a sensitivity. You know, back before people knew gluten sensitivities or gluten intolerances, oh, okay. you know, that could have been something that affected him right. and not you if, if right. he had a sensitivity to that. How do yeah. you guys, if it is a, a food sickness, how do you guys identify it as coming from that restaurant? To test food it, or not? Yeah, it's honestly very difficult um, because what will happen is doctors are in the business of treating people. They're not necessarily in the business of investigating why right. you're sick. They just want to treat you and get you home yeah. and get you better. And so if the doctors don't do, and it's, I mean, it's kind of gross, we deal with this all the time, but if they don't do a stool sample and they don't get that from you, then we can't say you have this and then go to the restaurant and pull their food that they ate or maybe have they have leftovers and then send that away to be tested and say okay this has uh, norovirus in it or e coli in it and this has e coli in it the the odds are but that's what you get from the stool sample that is what we get from the stool sample you know when i took this job one of the questions you guys asked me in the uh, that you said that's a pretty poopy job isn't it surprising (laughs) i never knew i would be dealing with so many gross things Oh, but that's fascinating. So is there a certain person that's like a health investigator or something? Or is that just under the title of, you know, you're a health inspector, you kind of that's you do that, too? Yeah, every area has their own investigations that they do. So whether you're a food inspector, you so, for example, if somebody has a foodborne illness, um, our nurses get involved and they handle the patient side of it. So they're calling the patient and they're saying, what were your symptoms? What, you know, they're handling all of the other things. And then they say, if they think that they got it from a particular restaurant, the food inspectors handle that investigation. They go out to the restaurant and they investigate 
the entire place, they ask the employees, have you been sick? Have you been around anybody who's been sick? Um, the most common thing, I've mentioned norovirus a couple of times, that's the most common foodborne illness. Oh, really? Um, okay. And it's, it's, it takes care of itself pretty quickly, but you're, you're down, like you are sick. It's, it's like the flu, right? Pleasant. Like the flu on it's, steroids it's, kind well, of a thing? It's not, so flu is more respiratory, respiratory and norovirus is, is vomiting and diarrhea. We'll just, oh, okay. We'll just get right in there. Yeah, it's yeah. vomiting and diarrhea and it, it will okay. hit you pretty hard, um, but you usually recover from it. But it, yeah, it'll get you. And so we try to educate the restaurants um, to prevent that every year because starting about October, November, that's when we start getting the reports. Really? And it'll go, yeah. Why? I, I know. It's like all those things people seem to be outside more. I don't know what it is. They, they just don't seem to spread as easily. You know, because wow. you're indoors. Because it's person to person, too. Uh, or if your baby has it, and you're, or you take your baby to daycare, and they possibly got it, and people are changing diapers. And, okay. and Nora can spread person to person. If I go through, and I, it takes just the amount on the tip of like a pin, like a stick pin, to make you sick. And so wow. if I don't wash my hands properly and I touch the door handle of the bathroom and then you go through and touch the door handle. I'm and then I go eat. away from my mouth as and we're talking about this. And you go back and eat your maybe chips or something like that yeah. with your hands like you do. And wow. go, you got it. <laughs> yeah, I think it ran through our house like two years ago or yeah. something like that. That was fun. I'll tell you. Uh, really? I won't share those pictures. There's not. You guys pictures. have I'm different joking. ways of having fun. <laughs> I like putting up Christmas lights for my fun <laughs> and donating my money to the uh, caring place, you know, but that's me. That's uh, coming this weekend, by the way. <laughs> oh, my. Mr. MC will be there. Oh, that's Sunday. right. Yeah, that's Sunday. right. Yeah. We got the arm he, with the heart. When he's not being a dispatcher, he's, you know, an MC somewhere. We'll see, see how, how I slid that, that in? We'll see how all that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Public speaking is not a friend of mine, so <laughs> you'll be well, a little nervous. But. Well, just, just ask Adam to show up in your place. Yeah, Aiden, we'll send my go. son. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah. The, okay, so somebody gets sick. This restaurant did it. How fast do you respond to that restaurant? Oh. Quickly. Like, we're out there right now. Yeah. Well, like I said, sometimes it's hard because they'll say they got sick, but they they, they don't want to submit a stool culture. People don't like to do that. Or but you ask them to, right? You ask them if okay. we can. You have, in order to have a confirmed foodborne illness, you have to have two or more people. So oh. if one person just calls and says that they're sick, then what we do is we always investigate every single one. And so okay. we'll go out. We'll see if there's anything that we're seeing that may have caused this, that may have been a problem. And then we go back to the person. If we don't, we go back to the person and we get a full food history for three days. Well, that's where it gets difficult. Do you remember what you ate three days ago? Nope. Yep. <laughs> so it gets kind of difficult there nope. because they may not be thinking it's what I ate three days ago that's actually making me sick. They that I didn't even have at the restaurant. Yeah, the last it's that last thing that they think, ate. Yeah. Everybody thinks made them sick, and generally, it's not. It's really not. That's just what comes up. <laughs> now, now, yeah. Do you find that restaurants um, are accepting of? Yeah, come on in. You know, like a. Because they, they want to get to the bottom if they're getting somebody sick too or not. Yeah, everybody's a little bit different, but like I said, we really try to consider ourselves partners with them, and, and I think they, they know that. Mm -hmm. Our goal is not to you know vilify them or, or anything like that it is to help them but they don't all see that you know i'll be honest sometimes yeah. you know they don't they, they don't want us in there you know <laughs> they fight a little bit and, and they uh say it couldn't be them but for the most part we've got a great team and, and they're mm -hmm. able to convince them along the way 
So when you were talking about the STDs, just to go, to go back to that really quick, are you guys partnering with the high schools or they already have their education? Do they don't need you guys? Or? Well, so partnering with the high schools, I'm glad you brought that up because that is something we're really working towards right now, especially because kids got behind during COVID. They're behind on everything. They're behind on basic health screenings. They're behind on their vaccines, their immunizations. Um, so just this week, we opened up at 7 a.m. I don't know if you're aware, but we opened up at 7 a.m. and we had students coming in to get immunized before they went to school in Valpo. Um, and so, yeah, we definitely, that is a partnership we're building upon um, with all of the schools to say, what do you need? How can we help you? One thing that we're working with right now is we have found that a lot of students don't have access to just basic hygiene items, deodorant, shampoo, um, feminine hygiene products. And mm -hmm. so we're helping the schools to build up their stocks so that when kids go there, they can go and say, hey, I need some of this and they Great. can just take it. Right. Great. That's awesome. Can somebody donate to that program? Absolutely. Is we're doing something? a toiletries drive right now. Okay. So we collected at the farmer's market when we're there on Tuesdays. We're there every other Tuesday. We're taking them in our office. Um, we actually have upstairs right by the reception desk in the administration building mm -hmm. a, a container people can oh. drop things off Okay, in. great. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we're, we're really excited. We've gotten some great items. We're running low still on deodorant and uh, feminine hygiene products. Those are the two things that a lot of people don't think about doing. Is there a certain scent or brand that if someone wants yeah, to donate? Good smelling, Greg. Good smelling. You know, of course. But I would say male and female, uh, you know, whatever yeah. you choose, if there's like a distinction between the type, male yeah. and female, and then different ethnicities. So, you know, okay. some, some people for their hair, a better, a different shampoo might be mm, better yeah. for them. And so to okay. consider them when you're, when mm. you're thinking some diversity in your products. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's really important to have teenagers with deodorant because I've got to, I know what that's like and they don't wear it. <laughs> he happens to be in the room with us, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I thought he'd be taking my scooter and zipping around. <laughs> yeah, I would have been. <laughs> so are you guys doing any other partnering with the schools as far as, um, like vision and, and hearing tests, is that administered by so the hospital? What was that? Vision and hearing tests. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear you. Did you hear that? Because yeah. <laughs> I remember but those yeah. at, at school, but I don't we know if that was through the schools. That is one of the things the schools really didn't seem to be interested. They didn't feel that they needed help with that. And so we want to make sure in our partnerships that we're actually meeting their needs. And so they, they must have some other system that they're using for that um, because they didn't request that because we offered it up. Um, but yeah, really, I'm happy for this partnership, and I think that they have learned through the last couple of years that they can depend on us, the schools can depend on us, and so we've really kind of built up great relationships, and so that should continue, and, and we're excited about it. Mm -hmm. That's great to hear. Yeah. So what else you guys tackle? So another area we haven't really talked about too much, we haven't hit on a little bit, is environmental, our environmental department. Ah. So with them, the primary thing that they handle is, like you said, the septics. Uh -huh. So they permit and, and install, they don't install, but they oversee the installation of a septic system. Um, that's the big thing that they do, because we want to make sure that that's done properly. You want to make sure that's not getting into your groundwater or your lakes. Right. Um, you are know, you guys partnering with the uh, planning department for that, or like, how do you guys yeah. know that stuff? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do plan with the planning department, or we do partner with the planning department. They have a meeting once a month where any new projects are brought before them, and we weigh in on that and how we think that's going to impact the area and um, any concerns that we have. Um, we handle complaints, so a lot of times somebody will have a neighbor who they they see something's being the discharged. The septic is bubbling up that here, should, I think. Shouldn't be discharged. Yeah, yeah. So we go out and we handle that um 
the environmental department, a lot of people don't realize they also do permitting of tattoo and piercing parlors. What? So we go out and do inspections of all of those. Well, did you know that when you got your tattoo that uh, the parlor yeah. was inspected? I have no tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have the uh, cojones to sit there and get poked at with needles. So. <laughs> you wussy boy. Yes, you. that's pretty much it. <laughs> We also inspect pools, so semi-public and public pools. So, but not private pools. Not private pools. Okay. So inspecting them, like testing the chlorine, yeah, or testing like all the chemistry of them, making sure that they're done safely. Several years ago, um, there was an act that was uh, put into place where I don't know if you guys remember a child got sucked. She was trying to sit on the bottom of the pool. I always thought that was a horror story for my parents. Uh, I didn't know that was real. It's real. And and basically, you know, she was stuck to the bottom of the pool um, wow. where the, the, what the drain is, and it, it pulled her pulled insides, her insides out. out. Oh. Mm -hmm. And so, like, there are... They're that powerful? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There are important safety measures that have to be in place, so that's one of the things that we check and, and make sure their pump rooms are safe and they have to have the right signage and the right rescue equipment. Wow. All those kinds of things, and so we inspect those also. So, like even like Valpo High School, all mm -hmm. that stuff, Absolutely. right? Wow. Yeah. And just to go back real quick about the septic stuff, were you guys involved with this Chesterton one that just came up recently that somewhere on the north side of Calumet that's been discharging and it's about to discharge into the little Cal. I know the town's working on it with them. And, and is that you guys too? Was it or an actual it? septic that was? Yeah, or was it? I guess yeah, it was a huge been. planned subdivision for back there and then they put the highway right there so it ended up only being six houses and now that's, that's what I was asking so yeah. you guys even deal with the stuff with the towns and cities yeah. as well absolutely Good. yeah Good. you know in like so for example here in Valpo there are little pockets that are still on septic where the areas around them <clears throat> are on sewer and so that becomes an issue <laughs> yeah. because we would like for them to all be on sewer it's just more sanitary you, think, you yeah. know it's a little it's going to cost me more money my water bill is going to go up and they're going to charge yes, me for sewer your property value yes. Too, though, sir. I don't want my property there value to go up. I'm fine where they are. I live in a county and I want to stay in a county because I like my septic and my well. You know, when I was in Tippecanoe County, I lived in an addition that that had to happen. We had to hook on. Um, and one of my neighbors took a gun out when the health inspector wow. came and took a gun out and said, you get off my property. It gets So it what gets happened? Crazy. What was the he end result? Off, he got off his property right then. Oh, <laughs> but did he get tied in? He came back with, you know, the Mr. Policeman. Yeah, and then, you know, everything was okay, but it, it can get contentious and... Um, well, well yeah. it's interesting because Burns Harbor recently was in 2000. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that we were all... 2000 is like 22 years ago. Oh, you're right. It's, but it feels like yesterday. <laughs> oh my gosh, it does seem like yesterday. Well, I mean, just like 1980 feels like 20 years ago. You know, it's not. But anyway, so they, they had this... Um, they offered everybody in the town that, they hey, we'll pay part of the septic to, to get you hooked up to the county or the, yeah. the town sewers. And a few people didn't do it. And it's funny because I was on the council a few years ago and now they were coming to us. Hey, can we still have that? deal it's like no oh. now you gotta pay to get hooked wow. up so yeah. taken yeah. i wonder what changed their right mind there. is now they want to get hooked up well as septic tanks as they have to redo their fields they yeah. realize there's a big cost involved in that a lot you more break your property up you know if you have a septic tank field i assume yep. yeah right? yeah you i mean you have to have a certain amount of space to in, be able to install one and you can't just rip one out and put it run new one right back in always you have to find more space and people just don't have that land, you know, yeah. and that becomes an issue. And then there's these mound septic systems mm -hmm. now. Is that, uh, are they getting rid of the old ways or is it, is no, it? No, I would say there's just new technology.
technologies that come oh, around okay. and new ways of doing things, which is good, you know, to help meet all the different needs. Make yeah, perfectly pretty. safe. Gotta make the poop pretty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How about some poopery? Yeah. We're going to do a real quick station identifier, Mr. Greg. Yeah, on that note, you're listening to WVLP 103.1 FM, and we're sponsored by the Independent Order of Oddfellows, who are, uh, they, their uh, group is downtown Val, Valparaiso. Right yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's a bike giveaway, too, on August 20th. I know we don't like to normally throw out dates, but I will on this one. August 20th, 9 to 12, at the uh, Living Hope Church on Calumet Avenue in Valparaiso, right across from Fairgrounds Park. And uh, they also have the Unity Cafe on Friday nights. And you want some dinner, come on by at 5.30 and go from there. But um, Real quick question. Do they yeah. do the Hot Wheels racing, too? Is that who does that? Or is that another organization you're doing that? No, that's, that's my other organization. Oh, that's a different that's one. That's the Hot Wheels Race of Champions. Oh, yeah. there's an action. Okay. Yes. And we'll be at Popcorn Fest the night before, the Friday night before Popcorn Fest, down uh, at the Urschel Pavilion, will be the, the race. Yeah. There'll be flyers around town and everything. It'll be a pretty cool deal. I've, I've, never, I've never been there, but I've seen it online. It's pretty yeah, cool. It's, I've seen some videos. it's pretty cool. Yeah. And Bring your friends. So it's okay. Right. Oh, it's my okay. gosh. All right. Let's go back to the health department. I got us off track. Sheila Paul, extraordinaire. <laughs> Porter County Health Administrator. Department Administrator. Head Administrator. Head Administrator. The head honcho. Yeah. So another department we haven't talked about yet is our birth and death certificates, which is pretty self-explanatory. You know, you, you need a birth certificate or a death certificate. You come there. But one thing a lot of people don't realize we do is genealogy. And so if you um, have ancestors or somebody that you want to find out about, you can come to us. We will look up their birth and death records and make copies of it for you. So Even you if they're from another location? That. As long as they were born in, in Porter, Porter County. County. Oh, okay. They okay. born that's in Porter County. Yeah, and so okay. um, that's another service that we provide that people don't realize. They used to have these real cool things. When I had my first two kids, they had these little birth certificates. They were like fit in your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> Laminated. They were beautiful. Had two more kids. They got rid of this cool little thing they had. Yeah. Was um, that the health department's decision yes, to get rid of those? It was Sheila's department. <laughs> you know, it was probably because well, the council didn't give them the funding to keep that up so you know it's actually not a very safe way to have your birth certificate is that oh, really <laughs> it's really yeah it's, it's really not it might fall into the wrong hands pretty easily oh. if you have it in your wallet like that well there's social security well, numbers there are my two kids so screw that <laughs> <laughs> wow wow <laughs> that was andy bozak not adam bozak because adam would never treat his kids that no, way nobody likes his kids <laughs> Three, you have four. Once you have four, it's like, ah. no, I'm joking. Oh my gosh. So then, uh, is that the last department you wanted to, or that the cover? Right, or? so those are kind of our, our four divisions nursing, environmental, um, food, and then vital records. And so there's, we're, I'm so proud of our health department. I think our staff just goes above and beyond. We recently hired some new folks. Um, and one thing that they said was just how impressed they were with how the staff, everybody there, wants to do whatever they can for the community. Every person, the customer that comes in, every patient that comes in, we all really want to just do the best for them and, and improve their lives and improve our community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I'm so proud of our department and, and what I think and, we can accomplish. And I just want to speak on this too, is there, um, they are in, located inside the administration building in mm -hmm. Valpo, that big white building, and yep. they're in the dungeon. They're in the basement. <laughs> you go down to the lowest level, second lowest level. It's 
technical. How do we say the lower level? The lower level. And yeah. they've got a big facility there with little uh, toys for the kids. So if you're going there and you you're got you got to get your vaccinations for your kids or whatever, there is an area for them to play and hang out and and disturb people. Little TV going yeah. and you know. We actually have another location. Did you know that? Uh, is In that Portage? Portage. Yeah. I've yes. never been there, but I've heard Me about either. it. Me either. Yeah. yeah. So uh, how is that? Because you guys uh, are. Well, you that's a new building, so it's with pretty nice. The township trustee, correct? Yep. It's yeah. It's in that same strip that they are in. Um, and down there we actually, or up there, uh, we have all the same services. Now you do have to make an appointment. It's a little, you know, we don't staff it as staff fully. Um, so you do have to have appointments for a lot of the things that you do, but we are, we have food inspectors that are housed out of there. We have an environmental inspector that's housed out of there. You can get birth and death certificates Are you there. out of there or are you at the? No, I'm at the, the main one. Mm -hmm. If you ever go and visit her, you would know that. The health department scares Andy. me. Andy. No. They just want to jam me. We no, talked about this already. Now there was a story that I, uh, this was, you know, kind of a thing when COVID was going on, but did you know that our health department would go to the ships and help them out when they came into port? Yeah, and that, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah. It was. It looked like a good opportunity for them, too, to go see the ships. Yeah. <laughs> right. We but don't get out very often, so. <laughs> yeah. But, but that was just another way of cool. they're helping people yeah. that aren't even from here, but they're part of Porter County, so yeah. they fall under that little umbrella. Yeah. 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 We yeah. take all public health very seriously. Passionate about it. Everybody really is. And so mm -hmm. um, it's, it's great. I love the people that we have. We, we work hard to, like I said, add, add value to our staff and... Mm -hmm. um, I think everybody who comes and visits us sees that too. They see a smiling face. So you yes. said earlier that you had a story you wanted to tell us if we had time. Okay. And we have 13 <laughs> minutes left. I want to oh, hear it. Oh, it is not that long of a story. No, we don't have any time to talk. I just want to make sure we get this story up. Does it deal with a spooking or a, you know some kind of a ghost or something? Well, uh, well, no, I don't know about that. <laughs> Sometimes it is in my nightmares. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not in this county, when I worked at a previous county, um, we had a restaurant that just really wasn't getting it and we would continue to work with them. Um, and they were having issues across the board, whether it was food temperatures, uh, whether it was cleanliness, they were having quite a few issues. Um, and they had an issue with little critters. Little, little cockroaches. Mm. Yeah, and so they were doing pretty good, but every time we went, we saw, we still saw some. Um, and there was one point where, I mean, th this place was getting, we were getting pretty close to closing them. Um, and so all of our staff was there. So we, cause we want multiple eyes seeing the same yeah, thing yeah. rather right. than just me going in and saying, right. oh, they're awful. They're terrible. Right. Um, and so we were in their dish room and their dish room is a very large. It had one of those big conveyor type oh, dish nice. machines. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um, and so we're standing there and we're talking about why again, their dish machine's not working. Uh, and so one of our inspectors, she's kind of just standing there and she's looking up at the ceiling and she, and they had like a drop ceiling and she says, what are those black dots moving? And so oh, she and her no. wisdom were all standing underneath and she, she goes it. and grabs a, a broom and she pokes the tile. Hundreds of cockroaches oh, fall. Like, I'm out of here. All, I had men with me too. All ran screaming from the kitchen into the dining room, shaking our clothes out and everything. Oh my, oh my god! Gosh, it was awful. And so we get out into the dining room. We're kind of recovering. What we're were like, you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, okay, shut, you have to shut down. Now. You have yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. You have to shut down it's right now. Yeah. Yeah. Customers oh. in there. They were eating. Oh, um, this was you a, like Chef Ramsey, though. There was a buffet. Oh, there was a buffet there 
and so they went around and they offered refunds to everybody and one gentleman said well can i just get a to-go container and he went back to the buffet and filled up his to-go container <laughs> and still took the food oh, away after all of that happened oh wow that reminds then, me oh i'm sorry go ahead well, no, well, oh, a little bit yeah. yeah so then everybody's out we got everybody out and we're talking to the owner and we have the workers out there and we're discussing what's going on and of course the owner is blaming the workers that they're the ones bringing the cockroaches and oh they're bringing them in they're bringing them in and so he's oh. standing there the owner is standing there talking and he points at this poor little dishwasher i mean you know points at him so vigorously that a cockroach flies out of his jacket I'm getting the heebie jeebies. I know. It's like, dang, you're, we're starting to like, yes. Oh, oh my God. And it was like a slow motion. This oh, bug is flying through the air. We're all just like, what? <laughs> like that's when you wish you had the camera. I wish I was video that one. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. It's a, but it's amazing how many people like don't care so much about their house. Like this guy goes back to the, the buffet to get more yeah. food. They were telling yeah. me a few months ago that they took Johnson & Johnson off the, the shelves because it was giving people heart attacks a couple weeks after. I mean, that's the overview, right? Like the, yeah, the people were having yeah, yeah. complications. They were having complications, so they pulled it off. But we offered it for a few weeks longer. Well, I was I don't know if it was you I was talking to or somebody. They are telling me this story about how someone just came in today and asked for a vaccine and they're like, no, you know, we've got these other two yeah. and he's like no i want johnson johnson i'm going on vacation they explained to him why you shouldn't get it we're taking it off the market no, no i want johnson and johnson i'm going on vacation i want two shots like what yeah wow yeah. well it is the great thing about oh. america people can make their own choices yeah <laughs> you have options you do have yeah. options yep. but that's wow. a horrible story raining bugs yeah. so do you guys do um, oh hotel inspections like for bed bugs is that a thing too so that is oh that's interesting so okay we, we don't go out routinely and check for them but we'll if we get a complaint about them which we do then we have people who are certified to go out and check them out and they they put on full gear wow like um, a hazmat has, suit pretty much like because you wow. don't want to take those home yeah uh and so they yeah they put on their gear and they go out and they inspect the beds in the hotels and and then give them how to remediate remediate that and, and we go back for follow-ups so so if they if, if you go in with a complaint uh, because of a complaint do you check all the beds or is it just like floor number five is where the complaints came so in we would start wherever the complaint wherever oh, they said okay. that they were we would go there and start there and then they would check a sampling of other beds to oh, see how okay. widespread the problem might be wow um, generally we don't do every single one because once Generally, if you have a problem, have we them, know yeah. you have a problem. You okay. Know, Do they shut so, them down at that point? If they need to. If they have, um, it, it just might bad. depend on what's going on, but usually they're they're shut down until they can get the problem under control. And then you go back out and say you can you can open yep. up again. Yep. yep. And then we'll I go wouldn't back go back out. out. I'd send someone else back out. <laughs> <laughs> I want nothing to do with that place. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Wow. <laughs> Another thing our environmental team does is that people don't realize is we are the ones who might decide if a home is unfit for habitation. Oh. So wow. several years ago, I don't know if you guys remember, there was a home that had I want to say 26 dogs in it and so with, along with good. animal control <laughs> we worked with them to go in and help um re they removed right. the animals and then we went in and then eventually had to say no this is just it's this too much is not fit yeah for you to so live. so how, let's let's go through that process so somebody complains and then probably the police show up first and then they call the animal control so it's it's 
twofold. So it, it, who knows? It might originate anywhere. So mm-hmm. um, if if lots of times they go directly for that, they would go to the animal control. Usually oh, okay. that's where uh-huh. they would start it out. Um, they might go to the police, and the police would either contact us or animal control, and we okay. kind of all go out um, together. We work a lot with the um, area aging council. And so a lot of times people just, they don't have the capacity to make decisions and, and don't realize, you know, that they are living in the type of place that they're living. Um, it's what they know, and so that's where they're comfortable. And so right. we work with them to go in and deter- they determine their fitness, um, and we determine if the home is habitable or not. Wow. Yeah, and so that's the great thing about working with them is then they help provide them with services to either clean it up um, and remediate the issue. Because right. you know our goal is not to kick somebody yeah, out of their home. Right. Never. That right. is never our goal. Um, we don't want somebody to be homeless. And so right. Just like you don't want to shut down a restaurant, you want to work with them. Yeah. Yeah. And and you're there to help, not to hurt. Right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. And, and help us as consumers too, which is absolutely you know, you're, yeah. you're protecting it from all around. So I really wow. And I'll tell you that the inspectors were out at the the county fair making sure all those yes, food yeah. booths were yeah. uh, you know and they walk around during the fair too right oh yeah yeah, yeah they're See, there every so, day mm-hmm. so making to make sure, sure that the fair goes are fine yeah, you know that there yeah, there's inspect, no issues like every event so do you guys have like a tool belt that's got like a thermometer <laughs> we wear a very sweet fanny pack do you <laughs> I did not see that coming. Here's my ceiling tile poker for Oh Lincoln. my god. Isn't that so oh my god. I oh. Again, I got the goosebumps by that I one. Feel that one yeah. Wow. That but <laughs> a fanny pack. I'm Why gonna have to No, I wanna see one of these. Because he's Next. thinking about ways he could customize it. I could put the oh. logo, you know, Greg Prince. I could. I could. Next time you come in front of us, you have to bring a fanny pack all right, all so right. we can see what this thing is. Full of our goodies. <laughs> that is hysterical. A taser too, in case one of the food <laughs> So like, here's your badge, here's your shirt, here's your fanny pack. Wait, you guys have badges? No. Yeah, yeah, we'll be right we got to wait for this. Inspector extraordinaire, and 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 people in Radio Land. I'm actually using my hand to kind of unfold a, a fictitious wallet. Yes. <laughs> so we've got about four minutes left. Is there anything that you wanted to cover? Because I, I mean, we kind of we ramble joked around. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we ramble. You got whatever you got. Yeah, no, I think we covered a lot of things. Um, really, I think the big thing is, is we just want people to realize what we offer you know that we really offer a low cost affordable oh blood work that's another thing that we offer i don't know how many people like i know i have to go in every three months and i have to have blood work done routinely for some medication that i take um it costs it's so much cheaper it's like half the cost of what your doctor will charge you and you guys wow. take insurance as well we do take insurance but then we do you take the also, county insurance yes <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people will use their health savings card you know oh. to pay for that and it's just so much cheaper more affordable um especially if you're having to do them every three months like can I you just have pop to in do. or is that an appointment basically that would be an appointment so okay. you would want to call okay and usually we can we can do just about anything but there are some rare ones out there 
there that we would want to know about ahead of time so we could call the labs and say, okay, how much is this to, to do? Because usually we, call, we charge you um, the cost of the blood draw that the lab charges us, and then there's a small fee for a draw fee on okay. top of that. Do you guys so, do yearly physicals? Like if I need a, just to get a normal man checkup, you know? No, because that has to have a physician okay. with it, and so we don't have any nurse or a nurse practitioner. And so while we have Dr. Stamp, she doesn't oversee that part of it. Okay. If we had a nurse practitioner, then we could offer something like that. Oh, okay. Those do cost money. <laughs> yeah, now, is that, I'm just curious. Is yeah. that something in the future you're thinking about expansion, maybe offering that, or no, not really? We've tossed it around many times. Yeah. Is the council um, going to approve something like that? Probably right? not. Right. Not with you on a council. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you know, in, in, I'm all about the people. Same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, health needs are always changing. Yeah. So what people needed 20 years ago is different from what people need now and then again in 20 years. And so that's our yeah. job is to try to figure out, you know, what trends are happening and what might be needed. And so definitely in the future, that might be something we look at doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right now, I think some of the big <clears throat> focuses for us um, is mental health and harm reduction. Um, and so we right. want to really work with that, you know, and we also want STDs again. Um, and infant mortality. Well, you want to address STDs. You don't want STDs. We again. don't want them. <laughs> we want them, the incidents to go down. Um, yeah, but infant mortality is. A lot of people don't know this, but Indiana actually ranks 10th in crazy. infant mortality, which means there are 40 states doing better than us wow. that can get their babies past year one. Um, and so we're really... So how can a health department focus. help with that? I mean, yeah. what... Oh, you, that's a great question. We've got one minute left, oh. so you know. So we're going to have to bring Shiva back. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a really good question. Shiva, okay. thank you for joining us. Thank you us so much Thanks, Stu. We appreciate all you do. And you. uh, you've been listening to WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz, Greg Sims, Andy Bozak, and we had Sheila Paul on from our health department, and thank you again. Thank Extraordinaire. you so much. Extraordinaire. <laughs> Extraordinaire. <laughs>